0: When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps coded universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at vioricom slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details.
0: Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. It's a very special event. Amanda and I are in the same room. Here we are. In the greatest city in the world, also known as New York, and it's Amanda's birthday. Happy birthday, Amanda. Thank you so much. I am thrilled to be here with you. I'm thrilled to talk about all my favorite topics on my birthday, which include yacht season and other Leos, who I love. (laughs) turning ages that might or might not be older than me, which makes me feel good. But aging is a gift. There's a lot to discuss. Yeah. Also, we have a home tour. We have just a lot of paparazzi and an absence of paparazzi. So let's begin with our favorite topic, which is yacht season. Mm -hmm. It's yacht season. However, it's also the age of austerity in Hollywood, indicated (laughs) by mass layoffs and multiple strikes. And so people really don't want to be photographed on a yacht, especially after the David Zaslav. Can disaster? I yes. would say, where he was photographed on his yacht after laying off a lot of people and canceling, allegedly canceling Turner Classic Movies. What's up with TCM? Is that back? They brought it back. Yes. Cool. Steven, Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, Paul won. Thomas Anderson, and someone else I'm forgetting, but an, an, an esteemed director banded together in order to put pressure on Warner Brothers. Right. To there was a third. Was it Scorsese? TCM? Pop. Probably. Right? Yeah. Well, He's, good job by them. Yeah, they did not advocate for saving yacht season, and so I would say the top boat photo of the year so far came out over the summer, over the weekend. I was catching up with it when I returned to cell phone service a couple of days ago, and it's Harry Styles wearing green swim trunks that are like rolled up to maximize his tan, showing off a Olivia tattoo, which whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> James Corden's also on the boat, but I want to note, it's a boat. It is not a yacht. It look, it's, like, it's like they either came, they probably came from a yacht, and okay. they just happened to be on this little boat. They could have come from land. They could have come from land, but I think they probably came from a yacht. Okay. But how did the paparazzi then get the boat photo, but not follow the boat to the yacht? I don't know. I wanted to ask you about this. So with the celebrities on strike, there's two things happening. One, noticeable absence of the super A-list on the front lines of the, of the SAG strike. Yes. Which has uh, come up in multiple ways. But no, like, direct, like, where's Brad Pitt? Right. But, well, actually, he was in the UK filming. Yes, he was continuing to film his film. They, they have stepped back. Now they have, because they have supposed to come back to the U.S. Exactly. Film. Correct. Anyway, there's that. But then number two, my question for you is... Do the paparazzi cooperate and not showing people, like, living a luxe life when they're supposed to be on strike? Because I think that the absence of paparazzi photos is, like, pretty stark. I am positive that everyone did not cancel their vacation. Right. I do not believe that the paparazzi are cooperating. (laughs) Just, like— I have no hard information, but everything that I understand about how paparazzi work and also their business structure, you know, because they this is how they make money. Uh, however, you feel about that morally or ethically, and so I I don't think they're gonna just stop. And there are some other items on this list that would indicate that the paparazzi are still working when asked. I there are two things I think. Number one, I'd love to talk about yacht evasion technique techniques. techniques. <laughs> And then I do also think that this is probably like a reverse exposure of how often paparazzi were being tipped off Mm. for previous yacht seasons. Interesting. So like, for example, Leonardo DiCaprio is also in Sardinia. Mm -hmm. He was photographed at a club, but he was not photographed. He's not been photographed on a boat. Since the strike began, but he was on a boat earlier this summer. Right. Also, I think when he was when he went to can before after Cannes, he was on a yacht in the Mediterranean. So this man's just been kicking it in Europe. I don't know if he's come back, who knows? But that's a really, really good point. And I have never really thought about does Leonardo DiCaprio call the paparazzi on himself? I don't think that Leo does, but he's always traveling with a lot of people Mm. and a lot of different boats. And it's just a boat has a lot of of people on it, as you know. <laughs> yes, I watch Below, below Deck. deck. <laughs> so if you're just thinking about the number of people and the, like the economy of tipping people off and that sort of, you know, it seems completely likely that you wind up on a boat where someone is told someone, etc. I do also wonder if it's like there are yacht ports that are like, You know Brentwood, the Brentwood Country Mart here in Los Angeles, where it's like you know if you go there, like that the paparazzi are sort of gathered, right? And if people are avoiding those places, right? Interesting. Yeah, this calls to mind my favorite photos of all time from four summers ago when, when Bradley Cooper, Katy Perry, Gail King, and Oprah were together in Italy, and like, yeah, those pictures. They took like a little. Skipper. Like a, ding- what's, dinghy. a dinghy, thank you. Right. And then Katy Perry had some issues getting back on the dinghy. And they were all just wearing like such ridiculous American tourist outfits. Yeah. And walking single file. It was absolutely incredible. Those those pictures are, are burned into my brain. Right. No, it's it's early, and maybe that will happen, and maybe the paparazzi will get wise. You know, I'm with the Harry Styles photos and the dinghy, like I'm wondering whether the yacht is parked in waters where like paparazzi boats. Yeah, like can't maybe get. like maybe it's further out. They don't yeah. come as close to the pool to the pool. Or who can say? Yeah, like seriously, who can say? But it it is. I think that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about how much people were really tipping off paparazzi. I just seem sort of inevitable from from in the within the circle. Not even like people just like on the side of whatever. Because I also happen to know inside info. I know that Michael Jordan was in Capri, and he. This is not surprising, but he travels with security. And, like, his security was discouraging photos. So I, I do think, like, some people want to have fewer photos than others. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah. But I also want to note about Leonardo DiCaprio at his birthday party. Or not his, It was his birthday. I think it was just a night out. He wasn't wearing a mask, which I guess he wasn't worried about anyone, like, reading his lips at that moment. So, <laughs> or his desire to have fun in the club not wearing a mask trumped everything else. Do you think that Leonardo DiCaprio will be continuing to do this? Like for the next fifteen years, partying or wearing a mask, partying in public. Yeah, it seems like he's really committed to it. It seems like he's still at. Did you happen to note a few weeks ago, Leo was in Paris. It was Men's Fashion, Fashion week. week. Yeah, And he and Toby Maguire were wearing matching wolf pack necklaces. You know, I didn't see that, but I'm immediately Googling it. This is a fact that was brought to my attention by our friend Molly, and I just, it does merit further discussion because these are two men, you know, in in the, some might say the prime of their life, certainly the middle of their life, and they are wearing (laughs) matching necklaces. You know, I gotta say I love it. Okay. (laughs) As you know, I love friendship. You do. And I love, like, really deep bonds. And if for them that manifests as matching necklaces, then I think that's great. And The Wolfpack is an allusion to The Hangover. Yeah. So that's, that's why I brought it up in terms of partying. But and maybe The Hangover was an allusion to them. Maybe. Like, wow. I will say, I could see that being, I don't know. But also, like, I think about Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the reasons I find him so tantalizing is, like, he does seem, like, extremely fun. And he does seem like just kind of a great person to hang out with. And I would, like, love to have access to that. Right. I, I never shall. So. Probably probably not. He's living it's his okay. life in a specific way. Yeah, and I've definitely aged out. So it's fine. We can accept it. It's it's uh, very Taylor Swiftian. Yeah. The girls stay the same age. <laughs> anyway, only other people to really be photographed. Jennifer Connelly and Paul Bettany, which is yes. a great couple. Love them. They the were all strong. They were around Italy, I think. And so it seemed like they were hitting some of the hot spots where the paparazzi still, I guess, are gathering. Like I said, it it is early. Question for you. Yes. If you had all the money in the world, yes, knowing how much, how many people are doing it, would you go to Italy at this time of year? Well, I am going to Italy at the end of the month for the sure. Venice Festival. Sure. That's Does that kind count? Of, kind of different. Okay. Uh, yes, but I wouldn't go on a yacht. <laughs> Because I think day boat trips are really exciting, but I don't have to worry about privacy in the way that these people do or don't, as the case may be. And I prefer a land-based existence in the evening. I'm just like, it's so overcrowded and so unimaginative at this point. I don't know. Uh, It's also great, though. So yeah. That's I true. would, I, I would consider it. I'm really interested in Sardinia, just like Leonardo DiCaprio. Never been, would love. To I'd like go. to go there too. Yeah, Europe is a fall thing for me, unless I'm going to Spain on United, in which case I'm happy to go at any time. Okay, let's move on. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend have a 16 minute open door home tour of their oft Instagram home on YouTube. It's Architectural Digest. I felt they were doing this video. Mm -hmm. As a favor to their friend and designer, Jake Arnold, because they mentioned him so many times. 1,000%. And there's no way they're moving. They have four kids, two, like, under three months. I mean, I do think people with the level of resources that John Legend and Chrissy Teigen have, and also the the already semi-nomadic lifestyle in the sense that John Legend tours, you know, they are more used to... Picking up and moving somewhere than it's the true. average person. It's true. Callie's about to have her like third move in like six yeah, weeks. Yeah, exactly. And she has like a, a newborn. And oh, It's a, a very young baby. I wish Callie a lot of luck, but I, kn- I know she'll be able to do it. I think that John Legend and Christy Teigen could move if they want to. And obviously, we often read into these Architectural Digest tours as like, here is my home for sale. But I agree with you this, that was, this was a designer. It was a designer and also some other Sponcon, because there was a a name shout for LG, their LG TV. Sure, There was a couple of other just like brands where it's just like, there's no reason for me to know what kind of television you have. Right. But the Miel microwave got a definite close up. Yes. There was just like a lot of just like transactional shots happening. That said, I love their Olive Tree. Absolutely love. Their embalmed Olive Tree. Yes. As they said. I love it. It was a it was a real olive tree at one point and they they relocated to their home and replaced the leaves with silk mm-hmm. leaves and now it's like a centerpiece in their house and it is beautiful. Two things that I really appreciated, they spent a lot of time talking about the durable fabrics Mm -hmm. in their home. I was like, that's a great fucking idea. It is an incredible idea. They're like, we brought outdoor fabrics indoor because our children are maniacs, which is just like really smart as someone whose toddler has a habit of saving part of his meal to then deposit on the couch. Like he hides it in his (laughs) mouth like a squirrel and then paints like, you know, yogurt or whatever on the couch. They also, and I thought this was the really genius thing, in their living room, they're sitting on the couch and Chrissy Teigen is like, yeah, we have like four different versions of these cushions so we can just switch them out if there's a stain or something, which is like... So smart. That is an incredible hack. Obviously, you have to have great use of largesse. Yeah, you have to have a custom couch and the ability to have them made because, to my chagrin... You know, room and board won't sell just the cushions. You know, that's not how they make money. But yeah, genius. Really smart. Some really, really nice touches. My other main takeaway was I was like, oh my God, they're much richer than I realized. I was like, these people are so wealthy. Everything in their house is custom. There's a lot of marble. There's a lot of like very specific, like artisan work, Mm -hmm. artisanry. And I was like, oh, they're really, really rich. Also their kids rooms are like... I don't know. They're just so specific, and they're beautiful. They're like yeah. these beautiful kid spaces. But I was just like, to me, when you have like these like custom built-ins for kids, which their daughter, their daughter's room, Luna, mm-hmm. her room is really beautiful. I would happily sleep there myself. I was just like, won't well, you grow out of it? And you've built all of this shit in, and like then you have to just like do like a total remodel again. A lot of resources. This is also an advertisement for their designer. It's, it's okay with me. He did a great. And he did a great job. He did a great job. The thing that jumped out to me about the kids' rooms and. And then this is true of the house in general, and all of these types of tours is like the extreme no clutter design look that all of these homes have when you're seeing them in Architectural Digest is starting to look unlived and and weird to me. I th- I felt that way about this house yeah. in particular because it's so it's so spacious. It seemed almost like. Empty in a way. And they're talking about how much they use their kitchen, and I, like— Which I believe. Well, I check in on Christy Tegan's Instagram enough to know that, like, they do. And yeah. there's a lot more stuff in there because they have kids, and they actually do live there. But the kitchen itself is just, like, not a single—you know, not even a piece of fruit. Yeah. They have the the open shelves, which just give me a heart attack. That's so a hard stressful. no for me. It's a hard no for me. How are you living? How are you keeping that stuff clean? Also, like— if your kids are on the countertops, how are they not knocking shit over? Right, exactly. So it's it it just is a house that's used, and they even talk in the tour about like how often the home is used. This is the second Architectural Digest tour we've talked about where someone shows their beautiful TV cabinet, and yeah. I thought their TV cabinet was very beautiful. It was beautiful. beautiful yeah. And, like, a great way of bringing, like, the screen. But they're like, yeah, this is always out when we are actually living here. <laughs> and Amanda Seyfried said the same thing. She's like, yeah, this is always on because we're always watching TV, which is true. So yeah. are we. Like, no yeah, judgment. of course. Of course. Yeah, but it's just, it's funny. At some point, these things don't look lived in anymore, and I think one of the actual, like, interesting elements of good design is like it's meant to be lived in right yeah so i don't know and you're and yeah i'm more of a fan of like there's like a space for everything mm-hmm. rather than like here's a really clean surface that you Me will too. then make messy but i actually like that about amanda seyfried's house because it it actually felt much yes. despite the fact that she doesn't actually live there right it felt much more like someone lived there partially because it's just much smaller yes so it felt you could feel the fact that it was smaller also but, it had books Yes, it did. There were not very many books in this house, which is fine. Not yeah. everyone needs books. Totally. I mean, they're if you're going to move, they're a real pain to have. <laughs> oh <my> so, <laughs> I in general, I really liked it. Also, I thought Christy Teigen just looked so beautiful, and I really yes, liked her outfit. She, she looked so... She's she, very beautiful. She really is. I'm really is. happy for them. Two kids. I know. I'd, two new kids in addition to the two other kids, which is lovely after Family everything they've been through. I know. So, congratulations to them. I really believe in them. If they ever break up, I would be really sad. Me too.
1: See website for details.
0: Speaking of other couples we love, Lo, is her birthday, much like you. Yeah. Well, not the same day. No. She turned, yeah, she's, she's a, a very weak. early Leo. She turned 54. They had a party at their house. There were photographs mm-hmm. and she danced on the table. She seems like she just likes the party. She seems like a lot of fun. I recently tried her new I uh, cocktail spritz. They're really good. I, I'm gonna be honest. The one I had was just orange soda. So the Aperol is that Aperol? Uh, yes. I had all uh, passion fruit also. I don't or know if orange? I had that one, but we and Jada Carotene. I like them. I I didn't have that though. I had what I had like the that was the one that was available at Target. So that's the one that I tried. Delola. Delola. Yeah. We on Food News we had the her like her version of a Paloma and her version of. Something else. I like them though. I can. They were heavy, and I don't like carrying heavy things. Otherwise, I would have okay. brought them. Home. Oh, I thought you meant like heavy liquid wise. No, they reminded <laughs> me a fair amount of your uh, juice pairing mm. in Sweden when yes. we went to a fancy dinner. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, okay. it, it was fine. Well, again, she doesn't drink, so this is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I know. And it's like very weird to me. Blake Lively did the same thing. We, did we discuss that? I don't think so. I don't think so. It is it is strange. I would agree with you. But it's, I don't know, that's how they make money now. I know. Why we, is there so much money available in the, in the beverage space? How is this not, like, maxed out? I I don't know. There are a tremendous amount. We recently did movie star liquor taste test on, on the, the big, big picture sure. for, for my birthday. And I think we tried, like, 20. And that was just what was, like, available within, like, a two-mile driving radius of my home. There are so many, so many. more. I, you know, people just, they're not working as actors right now. And, they, you know, so they— But they're, on the other side, like, as consumers, how are there enough consumer dollars around for this to be a good business for basically anyone with, like, a minimum of 100,000 followers? I guess it's just, like, a really high markup. I guess so. I really don't get it. I'd love I mean, someone to explain it to me. There's Just look at how many vodkas there are in the world, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's, whether or not it's celebrity branded, I don't know. Me, I, I don't know either, but I'm. it always blows me away that there is room for this. Yeah. While we're talking about celebrity birthdays, mm. I would like to wish happy birthdays to the rest of my early Leos, including Jennifer Lopez's husband, Ben Affleck, Greta Gerwig turning 40 later this week. Wow. What a time for her. And, of course, Barack Obama. What do you think Greta Gerwig's doing for her birthday? I'd hope that she's getting a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. I I think she's been pretty busy between Barbie and then she has two children now. She has a young, uh, like a five-month-old, I believe. So that's, I don't know, I hope she gets some sleep. That would be my wish for her. This is a very good transition into the next movie from the Mattel IP universe. Lena Dunham is making a Polly Pocket movie with Lily Collins. Amanda, when we first met, I feel like one of the first Amandaisms that really yes. came to mind okay. was how you would refer to some women as a polypocket. pocket. Okay, so, so I I feel like you probably have a lot of thoughts on so this So I was gonna I was gonna bring this up in like a in in a hope for personal evolution, right? <laughs> what you said is true. I was gonna introduce it. So I, you and I are both uh, taller on tall. the taller side yeah. of average of you know women height. And how tall are you? I'm five eight. I also am five eight. Cool. And listen, whatever height you are is the height you are. And (laughs) you didn't (laughs) choose this life. You didn't choose it. And I think that like we probably should start thinking about height the way we start thinking about, you know, like and talking about its size in general. Right. You know, you don't have any control over it. The heart wants what the heart wants, though. I I don't see that changing for me on my many podcasts in which I talk about dating. So, yeah. So that's the thing (laughs) is that at the same time, the world is what it is. Stan- society's expectations or, or you know, the lessons that you... Sure. I Sure. I do think the short kings are having a moment, though. Short kings are having a moment, but those are short men. Yeah. I, I, so far, I'm only talking about men. But anyway, right. keep going. So the, the corollary to that is that if you are a taller woman, especially growing up, you know, most girls grow up grow oh, faster boys, than yeah. the boys, and so you're, like, much taller. But if you're, like way taller. You can feel awkward. It can be weird in like a dating sense, just in like a basic, you know, taking pictures. You know, there's the Greenland phenomenon, which is about being closer to the camera, but also like the taller you are, you just yeah. like look bigger. And we sure still live in a world where you're as a woman told you're supposed to be smaller, right? Sure. So sometimes that can foster a little bit of resentment <laughs> towards women who might be Shorter than you. And yeah, so in college, my mostly tall friends and I c- came up with the term Polly Pocket for like, you know. okay, just, Sorry, I to yeah. make one correction. You co-opted the term Polly Pocket. Co-opted, that's true, that's true. We referenced <laughs> this toy, which was a, a, about a, a tiny girl named Polly who was so small that she and her entire world could fit in your pocket. Which I'm is like sort of an interesting... It, I, I never, really Commentary. Thought, I never really thought about it that way but I just thought about the sort of like the like transportability of a Polly Pocket like this is like a toy sure. a toy on the move right but it's also like her world is so tiny it's and true. everything is so cute that it's she true. can just fit in the size of her I mean it, it It could be rich and a rich idea in the right hands with, with Lena Dunham who I think actually could think you know, smartly about it. On the other hand, like, we gotta stop. Barbie was great, like, I know. no more. Thank you so much. I know, I feel the That's exact, where I am with it. Me too. I feel the exact same way. I'm just like, oh, no. I don't... I liked being marketed to for one movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to have, like, all this toy-driven female-skewing IP yeah. now. Yeah. Like, no way. Also don't we already have a Polly Pocket movie and it's called Emily in Paris? Right, like, exactly. Lily, the... Lily Collins is is signed on for this film and I would say this Emily Collins, I mean, Lily Collins' Emily in Paris is like a fever dream of a tiny woman's, you know, exploration the of world. Paris. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, that's already a fake version of a world. In like, a way, we're good. In a way, it's genius casting if everyone's in on it. On the other hand, I, I would agree with you. I don't, This is going to sound mean to Lily Collins. I haven't seen her in much, so I really only know her as Emily Cooper. But, like, I just am not sure she has the range to play a different type of Polly Pocket. I just feel that she already is Polly Pocket. Right. Well, we don't know that there are going to be a million Polly Pockets like there are a million Barbies. I just mean her trying to... Like, how will her playing Polly Pocket be different than her playing Emily Cooper? I, I mean, it probably won't be. I don't know. I agree with you. I do... I'm like, I get it. I think there could be some ideas there, but we already did it with Barbie. I need Barbie. The continued success of Barbie is really fun and exhilarating and everyone had a great time at the movies. And I love that. And I just remembered that I owe your mom an email. Betty Jane, I'm writing you back because she She emailed you. She emailed me about the fact that we share the same taste and she recommended a book to me. And but it was like while I was traveling with Knox. I love your mom. I love that we tell me. I love that we can share all of this together. You know, it's like really fun. Can't even get a CC on that email. (laughs) Sheesh. But anyway, like, let's just have that. You know, we don't need to do every toy. I completely agree. And also, I don't need feminism to only be explored through Through dolls. Through dolls. I agree. Let's explore it through, like, I don't know. this is kind of like the flip side to the Oppenheimer thing, this is just the first thing I thought of. But, like, what if they made Hidden Figures again, but they made it in, like, a way that was a lot more serious or something? Or, like, a lot—I don't know. I liked that movie. I'm not trying to shit on it. But, like, you know, the— Christopher Nolan's woman problem I accept it and I also accept Christopher Nolan so like let's think about some other historical epics that could just have only women in them to be the flip side to you know Oppenheimer no I agree I'm just like women haven't been just like sitting in a box like waiting for it to be opened and then turned into a movie I agree with you it's so annoying I agree with you God, Hollywood sucks. It's just sucks. It does. Also, the world sort of sucks. The world because, does suck. You know, it's like the things that Honestly, are guaranteed marketing successes to women are all like. I gotta dolls. tell you, this is another reason why I love Call the Midwife. Okay. I just I just do. It's about nuns I, and nurses who've in been doing it in a million for so years. long. I should have known that that would have ended with a call the midwife reference, but like I still didn't see it coming. I couldn't sleep the other night, and I was just like, I really don't know what to do. Like, I don't know, and I was like, Yeah, there's in these times, there's only one answer, and it's called the midwife. And okay. I just put on an episode I've already seen. That's really beautiful. Thanks. I, honestly, people, if you just want to just ride this wave and avoid dolls, it's just go for non non content. Okay. <laughs> also, read like Hamnet and um, The Matrix yes. by Lauren Groff. Oh right, there you go. Yeah. All right. A couple more things. You you added this. You yes. added a uncommon link to our planning doc, which was the tag page for all of page six's Jeremy Allen White content. <laughs> which which does get at this weird phenomenon in the in the wake of the bear being so beloved. Yes. He has become this internet thirst trap. Yes, and he's also really playing into it, and yeah. So a couple things happened here. Obviously, season two of the Bear was released at I believe the end of June, right before the Emmys deadline. Yeah, which the Emmys have now been moved. Until, oh, they have. Yeah, till January. Oh wow! So this is the strikes are not ending anytime soon. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I so, think it's probably going to be end of the year. So we'll see. Uh, I in mean, 20, I don't again. I don't know anything. I wow. recommend the town with our colleague Matt Bellamy. But yeah, it seems like Sony moved all of their or many of their movies. Yeah, it's not it's not great. Wow, big big tax write-offs for a lot of people, a lot of companies in exactly. 2023. Yeah, I think that's also happening. Sheesh. So, but the Bear season two came out yes. before the strikes, was beloved. There was also an incident on social media with Jeremy Allen White's estranged wife yes. posting that she... He's in the, in the midst of a divorce. Yes, and so she, she posted that she was, a, like, single parent or single mom, which is so hard, and then... There was a lot of feedback, and so she changed it to co-parenting because they are still involved. But that got some attention. I think part of the attention it got was Jeremy Allen White being single again. And then— I have a feeling he's not exactly single. I feel like he's not, like, at home alone, but carry on. (laughs) Great point. (laughs) And then he—the paparazzi can't find anyone else, but they can find Jeremy Allen White without a shirt on. So it's just really noticeable. It's it's a really good Emmy campaign. Good job, man. yeah. Yeah, and also he's also doing it. the sh- the short shorts are really in right now for paparazzi mm-hmm. pics. He's yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah, it does nothing for me, but okay. Good luck to him. I haven't watched that show because it's sort of in the category of over of too hyped, and also just all the all the men in our life being like they took my life and they put it on screen. I have to tell you, it is. I I like the show. I'm sure it's I, yeah, it's a good show. I but I just caught up on it. Yeah, I think that seems like for a, the same a winter. Like the, thing for the me, the same sort of thing. Yeah, just a lot of men just being like, "Oh my god!" I've always found even Moss backrack very weird since girls. He's wonderful on the show, and what's funny about this whole like paparazzi thirst trap situation with Jeremy Allen White is that I'm like, "No, no, no! It's it's Evan Moss backrack yeah, for me." Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So and and even after having watched the show, that that's where I am. All right, I gotta check it out. I do like Chicago a lot. Great place. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Okay, I'll watch it. And okay. then, last item. I plan to read this, but I haven't read can, yeah, haven't yet. Can you tell me about Patrick, Patrick Raddenkief's article about Larry Gagosian's grasp on the art world? Yes. It's wonderful. If you're not familiar with the work of Patrick Raddenkief, he's it's one of the great nonfiction, great. yeah, one of the great journalists, nonfiction authors, sort like, sort working of like right now. Anything he writes is kind of a must-read. He's in the Zadie Smith category. Yes, and he has written two books, Say Nothing, which is about the Troubles, and um, more recently, Empire of Pain, which is about the Sackler family. So he is, like, you know, all journalism is is hard and and worthy, but, like... His range is, is His vast. range, well, he, he does some, like, really big-ticket stuff. And is he some, writing a book about the art world? I don't know. What is really nice about this is that, and not to diminish the art world, but, you know... It's and and the Sacklers really are tied up in the art world. So if you're not going to diminish short women, you should get the art world. Okay, okay, that's, fine. that's true. I can diminish the art world, but you know uh, the Sacklers, you know, were very tied up and and sponsored a lot of museum wings and then had their names taken off. So maybe that's how oh he got to it. Yeah, you true, know, true of the mat. but this profile is amazing because it has Patrick Ratton like reporting skills and abilities, but also feels like him just like doing something for fun. You know, and like, because these stakes are different than, say, Empire of Pain or Say right. Nothing. Um, but it's still excellently reported. So Larry Gagosian is like the, probably, if you had to name one art dealer, he is the one and has sort it's of... Him and Jason Blum's father. Yes. And so it's, this piece is about Larry Gagosian, but also about the art world. And I think does a pretty good job explaining like, the insane, unregulated, you know, wealth-grabbing nonsense world that has come up in the last 30 years. And it, you know, it has free ports and it has, like, you know, people suing each other for, you know, unregulated— It's, I mean, it's not securities fraud because it's not regulated, but it all kind of feels like securities fraud. It has Mark Jacobs being like, yeah, I needed money to renovate my house, so I just sold him this painting that he wanted and it worked out. It has. It investigates, you know, untoward behavior, and it has a relationship. Larry Gagosian is currently in a relationship with a woman, I think, fifty years younger than him. I read about that recently. Yes, and the one of the scenes in the piece echoes the Emma Klein, not the beginning of the Emma Klein novel, The Guest, which I read and enjoyed and recommend. There's just a lot going on. So it's a good like kind of art world finance explainer. It's a good, just enjoyable, funny anecdote piece. I I had a great time. I'm going to read it. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I need to get some reading back in my world. Love Island ended last night, so I've got some some oh, time, Freedom. Were you pleased or unpleased? Well, this is a spoiler. Displeased. Displeased. Spoiler <laughs> alert if you're watching on Hulu. By the end, it's like kind of impossible to keep up. I was extremely displeased. It's oh. ridiculous. The guy who the guy who won sucks big time. But so how does one win Love Island? The public votes. They often have like part of part of the joy of Love Island is it's happening in like more or less in real time. So, like, every few weeks, the public votes on who they consider the least compatible, and then they get dumped from the island. And then a couple wins, 50000 And then it's the most—I co- don't know if it's who they like the most. I mean, ultimately, it's always who they like the most, but I'm not sure if it's most compatible at the end. But then they get $50,000, which I've always found to be very funny because it's so low. That is low. It's a very small, that was my first small reaction amount of money as for you know. yeah. seven weeks inside of a villa, like, just being— Can they not leave the villa premises? No, of course not. How big is the villa? Not that big. I don't know. Have you ever been to a villa in Spain? It's just like normal. I would just get really claustrophobic. Yeah, of course. It's a, cra- it's a crazy environment. Can they environment. go swimming? There's a the pool. Are they on the water? They get to No, they get to leave no. sometimes. Okay. But like for like activities related to the show. But they can't just like come and go. It's not the real right. world. Right. No, no, no. Right. But I think not having any sort of... They have a pool. Okay. They have an outdoor shower. Okay. And that's about it. <laughs> is the outdoor shower sanitized? Well, they only have, like, two showers in the villa, and it's a lot of people, so a lot Mm. of them shower outside. Okay. I mean, I love an outdoor shower. I just meant kind of, you know. I think it's clean enough. Okay. There's been a lot of, like, issues around Love Island, so they do take care to, like, have people be in, like, healthy environments to the extent you can while being on television in a bathing suit all day. Okay. And they're also, like, not allowed inside during part of the day. Like, they have to, like, be out, like, on, like, the pool area and whatever. Okay. Anyway, my time is freed up to watch Larry Gagosian, but I still have <laughs> a lot of other t- or to read that piece. But, well, this has been the end of, this has been the birthday edition of Jam Session. Amanda, we hope you have a great day. Thank you so much. And a great year. Thank you. Thank you to Jade Willey for producing this episode. We will not be back next week. No. Uh, Vacation. Yeah, for you. Yes, we'll be back in two weeks. I think. So, ish. Ish. Yeah. Be safe, everybody. Avoid the paparazzi.